Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to a brand new week with Donna and Steve, producer Dawn. Monday, it's a beautiful day. <laughs> My eyes are burning from being outside all weekend. Oh, oh, oh did you burn your eyeballs? Oh, oh Dawn. My whole lawn is covered, covered, the, all of it, in pollen fuzzies. You know what I'm talking about? Those yellowish, greenish. Yes. So not you're not talking about dandelions. No, they're they're, they're like falling off the tree. Uh huh. It's everything's blooming right now. It almost looks like tumbleweed in my driveway. Yeah, there's so much of it. I should have taken a picture. Damn. Aww. I'm sure they'll be around again. Yeah. Right. Oh, just hate it. Um. Happy tax day. We wanted to lead with that. Yeah. So that we could just uh, first of all, if you're just remembering, what a crappy start to your Monday. If you just got in the car and are like, let's do it, man, it's Monday, and then you find out that this is the new deadline, it's May 15th, it got pushed back a month this year. It's May 17th, everybody, just so you know. It's not May 15th, and thank you for following along so closely. It's May 17th. (laughs) It's tax day. Is tax day normally April 15th? 15th. But it was the 17th because of a weekend weekend or something that got in the way. Okay, yeah. Everybody have their taxes done here? Yes. yes, in fact, I yes. just checked my bank account to see if I got a refund yet. Did they drop Did it like it's hot? They dropped it like it's hot. Oh, wow, congratulations. Thank you. I don't know plan? when I'll get mine. Never. <sighs> Oh, has yours oh, been man. a little delayed, Don? I did it in February. Okay. February. <laughs> And, and you I still had don't to mail it, it in because I donated my car to Newgate Schools. Oh, And right. so oh, the yeah. mail-in ones, they say, you just there's no choice. You just have to wait. Yeah. And the, and if you try well, to call, they go, don't yeah. just hang up. Yeah. Like scrambling. If you mail it in, so you mailed it through the post service. Yes, and I got a certified. I yeah. got it certified. I have a little ticket that says it was delivered to the IRS and the state. Yeah. So I know it got there. Yeah, it's there, but they know that you sent it in the mail, which is a huge tell on you. They're stereotyping you saying, clearly, this woman not pressed for time. She's dropping things off in mailboxes, going to post offices. <laughs> she had to because we'll of get the, it to her. I had to uh, I know. itemize that one item or whatever you call it. But all they know how to, to do now is they got to lump you in. They got to lump you in. It's I okay. my... It'll be a pleasant surprise when I get it. That's right. Yes, and we've had the conversation of, do you like to get a refund, or would you rather have more money in every paycheck? There are two schools of thought there. One is, don't lend the government your money, Mm -hmm. and you don't get to charge them interest. They just get to keep your tax money, and then they give it back to you at the end of the year. Get more each paycheck. I like getting some money back. I like like it, too. It's it's a nice surprise. It's like, oh, I can take that vacation, or get my deck stained. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it, it feels like... A bonus. Just yeah. feels like work gave you a bonus. It does. And that's fine. It really does. My so, parents were always like, claim zero. Claim zero. Mm. I so never that know. means you get more money in I your paycheck. I don't even claim myself. 
I think I claim zero too. I think. Yeah, yeah. So that wait, does that mean you get more money now? Mm-hmm. Or more money uh, later. More money for the refund, yeah. Because uh, okay. you're letting them borrow the money by not even claiming When you yourself. claim one, that means you have somebody depending on you. So. How many am I claiming? Am I claiming six? You have kids. It's a whole six. different ballgame for you. You're claiming your wife but and your kids. But you're head of the six. household, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, well, according and to the well, IRS. For any ladies who are listening, I don't consider myself that. <laughs> but what about your name being Big Nasty? Yeah, well, and that's how I have to file. That's why we have generally... <laughs> There's a lag time? Yes, yes. Because they are looking it up and it goes wrong. So. Oh, Steve. Um, you know where I was on Friday? I was at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. Oh. And I just want to... I just want everyone to know how good it felt to be on the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. So the Twin Cities Auto Show is happening there right now. I believe it goes through May 24th. Gotta go to the auto show. Hit it, Donna. And listen, it's always been at the convention center, and that's where people know it to be. And I've gone there before, and it's really fun. There was just something about the timing. Now, we had already had this set up weeks in advance. And the auto show made the determination to go to the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. Goodness, I think it was back in December. The confluence of events, though, where... Confluence. Conflu. Where you have President Biden lifting a mask mandate on Thursday. And then Governor Walls later that night lifting uh, the mask mandate for fully vaccinated people here in Minnesota. And then the fact that the next day I was at the fairgrounds, it was an outdoor event, which meant that you could take your mask off anyway. And and that it was on the fairgrounds driving there. It, I just had this overwhelming sense of optimism for the first time in a really long time that this summer is going to be by and large normal. And I, I, I was actually standing there, and it's been so long since I've done, about once a month we would do a show for Twin Cities Live somewhere, Twin Cities Live in your town. We'd go to a, a bar, and we'd be surrounded by people, and it had this wonderful, kinetic sort of energy, and you just felt like, yes, we're doing it. And as I heard my producer counting me down before we did a live tease, I was just like, this is, Aww, this is awesome. Nice. We're doing this again. We got to enjoy life. Again. I was you at the mall. enjoy life. Oh, of America, really? yeah. Oh, what's, nice. what's going on in there? I was at the Psychic Fair with Maria Shaw. Oh, and um, oh, it was just a great weekend. It was also just great to see people in the mall. Yeah, I was just feeling so happy because you know, every most people were wearing masks. It says masks are strongly encouraged. Oh, okay, the mall. But if you're you know not wanting to do that, no one's going to stop you. Sure. Um, So most people were wearing masks inside the event. Okay. A lot of people at the psychic fair not wearing masks. Oh, interesting. Oh, Mm -hmm. peculiar. Yeah. Well, I know that the the Karens, the mask Karens or the anti-mask Karens have already come out of the woodwork. I heard your story about, is it Rick Schroeder? Schroeder. Oh, my goodness. Who got irritated. Then there was a viral video that came out on Friday of somebody at a Menards in Mm. Buffalo. Yeah. Like... The person working there said this is a corporate proceed uh, or um, mandate that you have to wear a mask inside of our store. And the guy was still giving her crap. And they're just trying to do their job. Like, like just, Jason yeah. said this morning, you're yelling at the wrong person. Yeah. They're right. getting paid minimum wage and you're embarrassing them. You're putting them in a horrible situation. They're just trying to keep their job and follow the rules. Yeah. Right. That's exactly. All. And that's exactly what the lady said was. I, I'm not going to get fired over this. 
Yeah. You have to leave if you're not going to wear your mask. Hey, speaking of, um, we're up against it, but just this morning, it looks like Target announcing it will no longer require fully vaccinated shoppers and employees to wear masks in its stores. We were guessing this would happen when the announcement came out, and then there were a bunch of retailers, big box folks that said, we, hang on, we need some more guidance here. Yeah. We need we need a little more clarity. And over the span of the this, throughout this week, we're going to see more and more retailers making what their new plans will yeah. be. So, yeah, they continue to encourage you, if you're not fully vaccinated, to, uh, to do that. But I am vaxxed and waxed. I just, uh, today is my day that I'm fully vaccinated after the two weeks. So very excited. Uh, Bradley and I were, you know, talking to each other in the hallway with our masks in our hands and going, yay! Oh, that's fun. Woo! When we come back. Did you guys uh, kiss each other? We made out a little bit. Okay. That's probably a separate HR protocol. (laughs) So, okay, we'll get guidance on that later in the week, I'm sure. Um, This is interesting. Guess while we're gone. What is the most common sentence in the Harry Potter books? Okay. It's two words. Oh. What is the most common sentence in the Twilight books? Oh. It's two words. All right. They're different sentences. Most common sentence in Harry Potter, most common sentence in Twilight. Each sentence is two words. We'll reveal that. Plus other dumb things you don't need to know. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071, everything entertainment and fun facts too. Did anybody read a, a, a Harry Potter book or the whole series? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Don, you strike me as a Harry Potter. Kind nope. Of. There's no sex in it, so I can't. Uh, oh, I see. Um, John has a very strict rule. Literature. <laughs> this is so funny because yeah, MC, my boyfriend is a children's author. <laughs> so oh, that's. I'm like ah, no sex in this one either. He's this like, nope, yin, sorry. Yin oh, yang situation. About a little werewolf boy. And what a, about Twilight? That's they don't have sex there. Anything. I didn't read that either. Okay, well, I all right. Let's let's Twilight. guess anyway. Okay, even if you I didn't. Still um, okay, so there are two words. For These each. are the most common sentences uh, in the Harry Potter books, and then the most common sentence in the Twilight book. They're both two-word sentences, but they're different okay. sentences. Okay, the Great. first one is hocus pocus. Okay, Harry so Potter clearly book. this woman is not read <laughs> Harry Potter. Okay. Hocus um, Pocus. What's my, your Harry Potter guess? Uh, abracadabra. Mm, I okay. think that's one word. It is. Oh. <laughs> is it really? I don't know. I don't no. think cadabra is separate oh, from yeah. abra. Yeah, that's two words. <laughs> what All about right, abracadaver? 
Different meaning, right? Uh Very different meaning. (laughs) Nothing happened. That is the most common sentence. Oh, interesting. In Harry Potter books. That's why I never read it, because nothing (laughs) happens. (laughs) That's the review (laughs) of the book. Okay, now for Twilight, another two sentence. Edward sucks. Edward sucks. Bite me. Bite me. That's not bad. It is, I sighed. It's from the perspective of, thank you, Don. It's from the perspective of Bella, Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Angsty. I sighed? I space. Oh, S I G H E D. Yes. Oh. I'm <sighs> not, not somebody who barely speaks the language telling someone they're outside. I sighed. <laughs> Donna, maybe you should read either of these books. All right. I, just... I did read Twilight. You did? Yeah. Did I loved you like it? it? Yeah, I did. Oh, I mean, oh. I have so I didn't many like friends the... that loved it. I didn't like the movie. I thought mm-hmm. it sucked. The movie okay. was a real situation. The first one really had a I only watched the film first vibe. One. Yeah. Oh, the budget looked like it was eight It was bucks. terrible. Oh, it was tough. Yeah, but I know a lot of people who liked it, who really I mean, liked super it. super popular. Yeah. I'm the oddball. Um, that that book got Lou, my wife, really hooked on first person. So, Don, you have your criteria for books. Lou only <laughs> wants to read a book if it's written in first person. Oh, she has real difficulty reading third person. I never notice any of that stuff. No, me either. But she feels this connection when you're just hearing it just through one person's point of view. Mm. And then after those books came out and after the movies came out, then they were releasing, they did release a book from Edward's perspective, also in first person, where other you know novels have just an all-seeing narrator perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ah. Now, money talk. The most money that somebody could win... On a single game of Jeopardy, mathematically, oh. there is a cap. Oh, no. Oh. Anybody care to guess? And then I'll tell you how you could arrive at that number. Ballpark. How much is the most mathematically that you could win on a single game of Jeopardy? $1.3 million. Wowzers. I'm going to lowball that and okay. say... Um, $1. 875000 Okay, you're actually both over. The most that you can make on an episode of Jeopardy is $566,400. And here's how you would do it. It would require you getting... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. First of all, running the table, uh, you would need to get <laughs> yeah. the daily doubles as the last questions mm. in both rounds and then double up with them every time. The most that someone has actually won in one episode is Jeopardy James, who won 131,000 in a single episode of Jeopardy. Oh, okay. That's. Do you think people try that technique? People that go on Jeopardy, they wait to do the daily... Oh, that's not... It's all happenstance. Yeah, that's right. It's not something you pick. It really comes down to, with Jeopardy, it comes down to who wins the daily double Mm -hmm. in Wheel of Fortune... Who wins the prize puzzle? Mm. That prize puzzle was like a seven 
to $8,000 bonus. On top of the money that you won for solving that puzzle. Oh. The majority of the time, the person who goes to the bonus round on Wheel of Fortune won the prize puzzle. How old am I? Old. We'll get to that later. Hmm? We'll get to that later. I don't like that 10, at 15, all. 10, 15. I am so sore, by the God, way. I am too, Steve. I can hardly walk. What are you it's, talking about? Oh, I was okay. limping this morning as I got up. Really, I mean, just aching. Oh, why did you ask? Thanks for asking, guys. I'm asking, yes, because I, uh, I don't hear half the show. Planted a bunch of trees. Oh. Dug a bunch of holes. I thought you guys had some type of like extreme challenge together. <laughs> no, like you guys no. like, like decided we're, on Saturday we're running a marathon no. and then yeah, we no. have to do uh, a thousand burpees and this is going to be show prep. Nope, she did some kind of work on her patio and I oh. planted trees and okay. our bodies yeah, and are mowing and, and yeah, I mowed weeding and just yeah, yeah, yeah. planted petunias. Got petunia nice. feed. Oh, nice. Supposed to really make these petunias grow very aggressively. Think one of the trees is already dying. It's all right. In the movie The Mask, Cameron Diaz's role almost went to Anna Nicole Smith. I could see that. Yeah, for sure. Because Cameron Diaz was like, that's how she started out. Was that super sexy sex mm, bomb? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you about gasoline now. I know both of you guys hate gasoline. I almost ran out of gasoline this morning. I was on the phone with you when that happened. I know. I was like, oh, if I run out of gas, I'm going to have to go. If I run out of gas, i got to hang up. I said, if you run out of gas, we have a new lead story. (laughs) This is great. Either way, I feel like I'm going to win. Get this. There's there's enough energy in just one gallon of gas to charge your iPhone once a day for over 10 years. Oh. That's what I need right now. What does that even mean? There's what enough does energy that mean? in a gallon of gas to, if 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 channeled the right way, you could take the energy from a one gallon of gasoline and charge your phone once a day, every day for ten years. Mm-hmm. I can't wrap my head around that. Like, what do you do with it? Like, let's say we need to do that right now. Then we would have to talk to a scientist, An engineer. There you go. Who knows how to bring Elon gasoline? Musk. Does it have to go into a lawnmower and then you put your phone on top of the lawnmower? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Put it in the yep. back. There you go. The Glad we go. figured that out. That's awesome. Okay. That's all. <laughs> all right. Thank hey, you, Donna, Steve whose said. hand is in the uh, American Beauty poster? Oh. Oh, thank you for asking. Oh, it's on. Okay. Do you guys remember? It's it's the pic- a picture of a stomach. Yes. Yeah. And then a hand rose holding a hands. rose. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's Christina Hendricks from Mad Men. It's her hand, but another person's stomach. They did all these shots. She used to be a model. They did oh. her hand, model. her. They did her hand, her stomach. They did her stomach, the other person's hand, and it ended up being her hand and another person's stomach. There you go. Fun facts. Thank you. Uh, when we come back, I think I have a show that I started watching that you guys would both like. I'll tell you about it. When summer rolls around, I'm looking for fun activities for my family and me. And that's why I love The Y. They have summer camps for kids, teens, and even families to enjoy together. Campers of all ages can go swimming, canoeing, horseback riding, and more. Become a Y member for just 5 bucks and get discounts on these summer camps plus 25% off dues for the whole summer. Check it out at ymcanorth.org. Good morning. Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. 
I'm dabbling in some new shows, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them, I think you guys would like. Because, Steve, you had mentioned that you liked that Robert De Niro movie with Anne Hathaway. The Intern. Yeah, this one kind of has that kind of feel. It's kind of, um, you know, that um, generational divide, mm-hmm. you know, an unlikely friendship. Yes. It's got a little bit of that. It's called Hacks. H-A-C-K-S. It's on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. It stars Gene Smart, who, Dawn, you would know, obviously you know who she is, but she's yes. also in Mare of Easttown. Yes, she plays the mom. Yes. Right. And she is fantastic. So she plays um, she plays a, a legendary comedian, kind of think like a Joan, <clears throat> excuse me, Rivers type of person. And she's really big in Vegas. She shares the same talent, a uh, talent manager or whatever, um, with a young up and coming um, comedian by the name of her real name is Hannah Einbinder. Do you guys know her? Yes, I do. You do. Okay. Seen her at Acme. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's super cute, super funny, millennial ish, you know, and so their shared manager tricks them into thinking that they both want to work together. So he wants her, the young one, Ava, to write some comedy for the older uh, comedian, Deborah Vance. So I got a little bit of the trailer to give you a feel for it. If you want to give it a listen, this is Hacks. Ladies and gentlemen, the queen of Sin City, Miss Deborah Vance, young... You guys are going to have a fabulous time. 2,500 shows. What do you have to say? Well, I'll tell you what I have to say. Eat your heart out, Selene. Pentatonics? Did you know about this? Marty wants to cut my dates. He said he needs to appeal to a younger crowd. You need to do something about this, Jimmy. Damien, uh, oh need you to go to the computer store. She threw her computer in the You can't get me a meeting to write on anything. Deborah Vance is intrigued by the idea of you writing jokes for her. The QVC Moo Moo lady. They're caftans. You told me to, like, interrupt you in a more important client call. I'm on fire. I'm sending you to Las Vegas. Why are you here? I got a call this morning saying that you wanted to meet. Well, Jimmy sent you against my wishes. Good luck with your career, honey. Bitch. Excuse me. Did you have something else to say? Yeah. So cool they let you move into a cheesecake factory. Is that where you wait tables? That seems like a better fit. I'd rather sling bang bang chicken and shrimp all day than work here, you classist monster. <laughs> we can start early tomorrow. So you get the idea. <laughs> so they end up working together and hilarity ensues. Jean Smart is so enjoyable to watch. Yeah. She is really, really great in this role. She is just on fire and i've only watched one episode but i i really like it i really like it really How many, like do it. they already have the full series out or are they doing a slow um, release they do three episodes so there are three available right now on hbo max okay and then two new episodes will be released on thursdays until the finale which is june 10th it is called hacks hacks check it out I hadn't even heard of that until i saw you write it in the smoke i know huh. somebody brought it to my attention and i was like oh Check that out. Yeah, it's getting rave reviews online, too. A lot of people seem to really be liking it. Oh, good.
That makes now me wait. Happy. Just is this going to get pushback from Melissa Rivers? <laughs> oh, can we do like, this? Oh, yeah, like female calm comedian. Down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just I don't saying. know. The other show that I started. Oh boy, I'm kind of hate watching it. Oh no. It is um, Bethany Frankel's show, also on HBO Max. It's called The Big Shot. Not The Big Shot, but The Big Shot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's a competition show where she is basically the Donald Trump of The Apprentice, sort of. Did somebody call me? (laughs) And So so she's, she's the one in charge. Does she have a panel of people with her or no? No, it's just her. Okay. And... She is looking for a right-hand man, Mm. woman, for lack of a better term. But I feel like it's so undefined what she's looking for. And they have to go through these competitions like you do in The Apprentice. But I've watched three episodes so far. I'm going to finish it. You're such a finisher. I am. and But, you know, I go back and forth liking Bethany and then finding her completely exhausting <laughs> and contradictory. And she calls people out for behaviors that she herself is guilty of. Hmm. You know, Give me an example. Um, well, there's this one girl. Oh, my God. She mm. is what the kids call extra. Okay. Well, okay. It might be chuggy. I don't know. Um, and she's super energetic. And she's... Um, needs to talk so everybody hears her and she's just very confident and annoying. Okay. And Bethany is, you know, calling her dramatic. She's a drama queen. It's the, whatever the girl's name is, let's just call her Karen. It's the Karen show. Well, I, Bethany has earned the place to be, um, I don't want to say cocky. Um, to be as confident as she is, and she's a BA, you know, biatch. Mm-hmm. She's she's accomplished quite a lot in a small amount of time, but she's annoying. Mm-hmm. She's really exhausting. Like I watch and I go, oh my god! Like if people aren't, um, like. <sighs> If they aren't like pandering her and they, oh. if they aren't like meeting her every need and it's always the Bethany show. It's now, always when I, like everybody's got to laugh at her jokes and be agree with everything she says. It's just annoying. Yeah. And it, it feels like a dinner with her would probably be really fun. But by, you know, like by the time you get into the car, you're like, oh, that was a lot. I think an interview with her would be really fun. Well, thanks for bringing that up, Donna. <laughs> As uh, Bethany and I have obviously spent time backstage at a major event before, mm, yes. she came in. She was a keynote, um, not a not a keynote speaker at an event that I was emceeing, but she was. I had to interview her. So instead of her just going up, standing at a podium and talking, we did this interview. And from the time in the green room, she was first of all, she Energy. was lights, camera, action. Yes, you knew when Bethany walked into the room, and she was very fun and very. The energy was was big and mm-hmm. engaging and everyone in the room that's funny that you mentioned you know it's got to be the Karen show everybody in the room turned and looked it was like she was holding court there she loves it but also mm-hmm. not not pretentious you know she had this 
New York way about her, which is just mm-hmm. like, you know, asking me, so what's your story? Where are you from? Where is your, you live there? Oh, how many kids do you have? That seems like, a, you know, just instantly yes. relatable, but also. She's a lot. Also a lot. Yeah. yeah. Dawn, you used to listen to her podcast, right? I did. I was really excited about it at first. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so it's a it's a podcast about she wants to always bring business owners on who are self-made mm. or they have started from the bottom and went to the top. And I really was excited about it. After a while, it was just the same old song and dance, oh. and I felt a little talked down to. Yeah. Like, if you don't work, you better be ready to hustle. If you don't get up at 4 a.m. like I did and sell, you know, little cakes out of your car and live in your car mm-hmm. and give up everything, mm-hmm. and because those are the people that succeed. And then she would just have on guests who would basically affirm that same comment like you want to you want a business you have to work from nighttime to nighttime yeah there are no breaks there are no breaks and uh, what do you expect you didn't put the work in you know that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and it felt a little condescending and sort of like here are these millionaires you know when people become famous or millionaires something that bothers me is that they just say if you believe in yourself enough you will become famous yeah Mm -hmm. now that's not always true the person that yes. is going to auditions since, you know, my friends were in L.A. who work three jobs and they're still trying to be actors. They're not related to a famous person. And like you mentioned, uh, Hannah Einbinder mm-hmm. from Hacks. Yep. Her mother is Lorraine Newman, who oh, no is way. Uh, an original cast member of SNL. Oh, wow. So her pathway into getting into comedy was not as difficult right as someone else right you get and by the way she bombed here <laughs> she did yeah oh, she bombed no. i went to go see her i hate to say that but really anybody who was at that show can confirm this it was oh. it was silent it Ooh. was crazy it made me feel so uncomfortable dana gould had her on his tour and loves her Dana oh, Gould loves her. And you a know, lot of people really kiss her butt because of her mother. Oh, wow. Well, it's interesting because in Hacks, mm-hmm. a lot of like that generational divide that I mentioned mm-hmm. has to do with like what the Gene Smart's character, what her audience would find funny might not find that humor think- of a younger person that funny when i heard the clip of her on this show this fits her okay okay that's good to know stand up now she might be you know she's a new yorker and stuff and she might just have a different approach that isn't really resonating in the midwest here in minnesota you know what i mean it was just a lot of jokes about if you don't get me then you're not in the right club that's what it seemed like you know just really i don't know what was so off about it and but it was, like, uncomfortable. Oh, no. And I felt kind of bad for her, but I also couldn't wait for her to get off the stage. <laughs> Here's what's funny. Oh so I'm looking gosh. up. I'm now looking up uh, her mother, Lorraine Newman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I see a picture of her and Prince next to each other. So I click on that. I'm like, what's going on here? Uh, former Saturday Night Live star Lorraine Newman says she once had a humiliating moment in front of the music legend Prince when she was passing him in a restaurant and broke wind loud enough that it sounded like a foghorn. No. <laughs> That's from page six. So Minnesota connection, <laughs> everybody. We did it. We oh got there. Oh. Thank you for turning that around to a fucking yep. song. Oh, my there you go. God. So that's, that's that. 
That's okay. embarrassing. How about this? When we come back, we'll get into if you see something, say something. I love sports. But I saw a sport last night that was so weird. You know how they, they'll, they'll, they'll show on ESPN mm-hmm. cornhole or bags tournaments? And yeah. you just think, wow. But I can end up watching them. I get kind of sucked in. Yeah. Same thing kind of happened last night. But, man, it was just so weird. And oh, I don't no. think I would ever want to try this game. Uh, I'll tell you what I saw when we come back. It is the Don and Steve show on my talk. All right. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Don't forget, coming up, it's uh, Money Monday, 1130 today. Steve's got the goods. It's the list of the lowest paid celebrities in movies. Yes. And this is beyond, a lot of people know a Julia Roberts story. I think she took 20 bucks, something like that, from George Clooney to be in Ocean's Eleven. It was a... It was a friend deal. Um, a bunch of those sort of stories. And other people who just had bad deals. A great one about Hillary Swank. Oh, awesome. All right, that's yes. coming up at 11.30. But first we have Hey, this. if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Hey, you know how stereotypically guys will watch ESPN, right? You've heard of this. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you know, Big Nasty just needed to wind down the end of the weekend. <laughs> Turned on ESPN. There was a stupid baseball game on. No way I was going to watch that. So I flipped it over to the mm-hmm. Deuce, ESPN2, <laughs> and saw them watching, uh, saw them playing, rather, spike ball. Familiar with spike ball? Like volleyball spike ball? Not like volleyball, What's, spike ball. What's spike ball? Is there a goal? Is there a net? Um, <laughs> I unfortunately labeled something. Your light, your chandelier light as a basketball goal. And then people laughed at me. Oh, you know, technically that could be get it in. Some it's people would say hoop. that. Would say get it into the goal. Yeah. Well, here's what it is. <laughs> and they're televising this. And major, major colleges are playing this sport. And it's official. Oh. oh. Spike ball is a backyard game. Mm-hmm. And it's got a net. It's a circle. There's a net on the ground. Okay. And then there's this yellow ball. I don't know what it's made of. I don't know how hard it is or how cushy it is. But then you, kind of like volleyball rules, three hits per team. That's your maximum. And you are trying to do different angles where you slap this yellow ball with your hand down onto the net and then it bounces up and then the other team has to get it and they could sort of bump set spike it to each other there are no sides ever it's 360 degrees everybody can play all around it looks incredibly difficult it looks like it would take a very long time to ever get a long volley for a point how big is the ball the ball is kind of the size of your hand like the like the like the palm bigger than a tennis ball Kind of looks like a croquet ball. Is it? Do they wear gloves? They don't. This is this <laughs> is just <laughs> barehanded, and they're smacking this thing down, and it's all about angles instead of just spiking it down so that it pops up. So, so it's high. A, like a combination of like handball, volleyball, in a circle, and trampoline play. Yes. <laughs> Because I'm confused about where the net is. It's in the center of the circle? Yeah, the net is on the ground. It's a circle with a net in the middle. And that net is trampoline-y and that you're trying to bounce it off of that so that they then can't get it. They have to hit it back onto the net 
And then it's their point. If they miss the net or miss the ball, you, know what this sounds you get like? the point. But it was televised. It sounds like a game that you make up with your neighborhood friends. You know what I mean? Yes. You, you make you, when you're a kid. You know how you make up rules. Yep. Okay. And then someone if it comes hits over the to your house, neighborhood. Then it's three points for me. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. And I just have to tell you, athlete interviews are not always great. There's a lot of <laughs> monotone millionaires out there. <laughs> It strikes you at a whole new level when you hear these college bros who are talking in a monotone <laughs> voice about the intricacies of spike ball and how they learn and just kids saying, I was in the, I was in the cafeteria and it was like, I was just going there to get lunch or dinner. I don't even remember. But anyway, I went and they're televising all this. They're not even editing it out. It was a, not a live interview. And they're, they're like, let's keep that detail in. Is there a ref? No, there's no ref. Oh. It's a gentleman's game. Gentlewoman. It, Steve, as well. Have you ever heard the um, the cornhole tournament uh, lady um, no. yelling at Dawn? Can you set it up? I sure can. Uh, there's a county fair somewhere. I don't know where it was, but um, it was in the news for a little bit, and uh, we loved it so much that we cut it apart. What she had to say <laughs> because a fight broke out at this oh. cornhole tournament. Oh, and I have gotten sucked into these on ESPN, where once you start watching, it's kind of tough to stop. So this is her. She is announcing this is what she has to say to the guys that are fighting. We will stop this tournament right now. We are adults, and this is ridiculous. It is a cornhole tournament fundraiser. Hit the crap. This is absolutely ridiculous. Get, get out of here. She is so mad. Ooh. My favorite. She's so mad. But she, she sounds so young, you know, like, we will stop this right now. She just seems like a real mom, doesn't yeah. she? Yes. Yeah. Or a teacher. But they were adults, like men, brawling <laughs> oh, while no. this is going on. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Throwing oh, yeah. Bean bags at one another. Yeah. Oh, I and love it. And it's for charity. That is so great. All right. I was in um, Georgia, by the way. Uh, Georgia. Oh, Georgia. Georgia. That makes sense. Guys, I saw something. Yeah, yeah, and it has to do with Bill Gates. It's a story. It's a new report. Mm -hmm. It turns out that Bill Gates had a history of going after female co-workers. The New York Times reported on two times he hit on employees, and apparently um, it wasn't reciprocated. One time after watching a female employee give a presentation, he emailed her a dinner invitation, but he added... If this makes you uncomfortable, pretend it never happened. And then she ghosted him. Weird. And another time he asked out a woman who worked for his foundation that he runs with his wife. Um, and she laughed it off to avoid answering him. So the Times is saying that he was never predatory or creepy about it. And he didn't abuse his power or retaliate against the woman. But... You know, he put it out there, you know, God. they yeah. said he did have an affair with a Microsoft engineer that lasted for years. And that's the reason why he stepped down from Microsoft's board. Wow. Um, Boy, all this stuff that I made that we knew nothing about mm -hmm. or if anyone did, it was a select few who didn't say anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then she stuck with him 20 years after having an affair. Um, yeah. Wow. Jeez. Some couples can make it through that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, 
That's impressive. That's great. Yeah. Um, it just seems like this weird history. And then you, like when you think about the once a week, excuse not the once a week, the once a year week-long getaway with his ex mm-hmm, at that's, a beach in North Carolina yeah. or wherever. That's yeah, who's, bizarre. Yeah, yeah that, that is weird. It's weird. I thought more about that because yeah. I said on the air I'd be okay with it. Yep. You think maybe not with now? MC and his ex-wife because they don't like each other anymore that way. Yeah, yeah that's what I was different. really thinking. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I, I'd be like, what? what's going on? I don't know, but we should dance. Yeah, let's just oh, let that go. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Dawn. Bye. Thank you, Dawn. Bye. Um, Grant is going to be coming in. He'll have a dirt alert. We'll have some music news. Looks like the beloved Nick Jonas was hospitalized. Uh, very recently, and then I've got a cover of a Billie Eilish song for you. Huh, I'm waiting until you hear her brother Phineas on American Idol Ooh. last night. Who knew? What's next?